Hey, Love Tribe. Today's episode is brought to you by one of my personal favorites, Cozy Earth. They've got something special for all the mothers out there. So anyone who wants to shower the special woman in their lives with love and the comfort they deserve, listen up. Hands down, Cozy Earth has the best sheets, bedding, pajama sets, and more. So today, I'm excited to share that Relationship Advice listeners get an exclusive 35% off discount. Simply go to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do at checkout. The first time I tried their bamboo sheets, I was blown away. The comfort level is insane. I just love slipping into their seriously soft and cool sheets after a long day. And for a mom who knows that the struggle of sleep deprivation is real, Cozy Earth's temperature regulating technology has been a lifesaver. No more waking up sweating or freezing. But what really sold me is the quality of the bamboo sheets. They are by far the most comfortable sheets I have ever slept in. They are made to last years, which they have. I think at this point, I have about six sets of them. And they have a 100-night sleep-free trial and a 10-year warranty, so you know you're getting something that is going to stick around. So if you're ready to prioritize your sleep health and treat yourself or the mom in your life to the luxury she deserves, head on over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code IDO for an exclusive 35% off. Because every mom deserves a good night's sleep, and with Cozy Earth, you can finally get the rest you need. Let's talk about a struggle many of us know all too well losing weight. Remember those days when everyone was on a juice cleanse or just basically hangry all the time? That was no fun for anyone. Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to shed those pounds. Today, I want to introduce you to Row Body. It's not your typical weight loss program. Instead of all the gimmicks, they offer access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. But here's the real deal. They pair these shots with simple lifestyle changes, helping you lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Plus, over 200,000 people have already seen results with Robody. So what sets Robody apart? The support. They handle all the insurance stuff for you and give you access to a provider whenever you need them. And the best part, you can sign up online from home, no doctor's appointments and no waiting rooms. Say goodbye to those days of hangry juice cleanses. With Robody, losing weight is straightforward and sustainable. Take that first step today and say hello to a healthier, happier you. Kickstart your weight loss journey the right way and head to ro.co slash do. That's ro.co slash I-D-O. Sign up today for just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Remember, medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash I do. What's going on, Love Tribe? Thank you for tuning in. We hope you're having a wonderful day. 
Yes, we had a great interview today with Linda Bloom. We've actually had Linda and her husband, Charlie, on the show, what, like three or four times now? But this time it was just Linda. It was a great treat to have her on. And um, Linda Bloom is a psychotherapist and a ma- marriage counselor who teaches communication seminars and relationship workshops. And she is also the co-author of four books and her and her husband, Charlie, offer educational and counseling services to individuals, couples, and organizations. And today we talk about understanding our own truths and ways we can do that and then sharing them with our partners. And particularly, obviously, in the time of COVID, everything is colored by this pandemic, our jobs, our kids' lives, our relationships. And so through that context, we we talk about how we can identify what we're feeling, because sometimes that's hard and that's really the first step, and then share it with our partners. And then Linda gives us some great tips on that. And then also daily check-in prompts. And maybe you don't do it daily. Maybe it's weekly. Maybe it's monthly. But it's a really valuable thing to integrate into your relationship. And she gives us some great prompts to get that started. And as always, thank you guys so much for listening to the show and for tuning in. And uh, if you guys are looking for ways to support the show, there is a link in the show notes and takes you directly over to... Uh, our Glow page, which is a way for you guys to support the show. It's super easy. You can donate a couple bucks to us um, just through Apple Pay or Google Pay, and it's seamless. So if you guys are looking for ways to support the show, we would greatly appreciate it. You can also tell your friends and family, leave us one of those five-star reviews on iTunes. This really helps us guys continue to grow and be able to produce this show, Sarah, takes a lot of time to produce it. She is the master audio mixer and booking the guests. And we love getting this advice for ourselves and then sharing it with you guys. So if you want to support the show, do that. We greatly appreciate it and enjoy today's show. Before we jump into today's interview, we want to tell you about our online course, Spark My Relationship. Do you guys want to create more passion, improve your communication, and build a stronger, more intimate connection with your partner in less than 90 days? Yes. yes. Sign me up. <laughs> then you guys need to check out our online course, Spark My Relationship. It is an online course, like I mentioned, that we created with over 15 therapists and psychologists to bring you guys the strategies marriage therapists teach their clients. We talk about it on the show, relationships take work. Sometimes they function pretty easily and you coast along, but we've found the reality is, is you have to do work sometimes and to make them better, to change them so that they're more satisfying for both partners. And you've made it here. You've made it to listening to our show. So you guys probably already know that a little bit. But what you might not know are the specific tools and exercises that you need to create those lasting and positive improvements in your relationship. And like Chase said, change does not happen on its own. It takes hard work. And that's why we created the course. Sparkman Relationship is designed to infuse your life and relationship with fresh passion, skills, and wisdom. 
And it's a self-paced journey that's perfect for turning up the heat, having some fun together, and revolutionizing your intimacy and communication. And just some tools and strategies that the course includes is to how to eliminate unhelpful old habits, develop mindful awareness to help improve your stress management, learn healthy and successful communication tools, create a deeper and more intimate bond, and strengthen your couple microculture, which you will find out what that is. Uh, in the future together. So for our listeners only, we're offering a special of $100 off the course. Visit sparkmyrelationship.com slash unlock to unlock your discount. And there is a 30-day money-back guarantee. So there really is no reason to not give it a try. So go to sparkmyrelationship.com slash unlock for $100 off. Linda, thank you so much for joining us back on the show. We've actually had you on a couple times with your husband, Charlie, and this is the first time we've had just you on the show. So we're super excited that you're here with us today. I'm so delighted to be with you. Linda, in the pre-show, we were talking about the age of COVID that we live in and how you've been seeing things with couples and we want to dive into kind of the the things you've been seeing and then a lot of times on the negative side and then we want to talk about how we can fix that but then the positive things that have been happening um obviously we're all going through this worldwide experiencing covid-19 directly indirectly and it's a huge part of our lives now and going forward unfortunately so Let's jump in. And you had mentioned the slippage going on with relationships that were stressed out and it's hard to really focus on the relationship and it's going to magnify the negativity if there's some already or create new negativity. So why don't you talk a little bit about that and then we can talk about how we can avoid it. Well, thank you for asking. Um, what, what my husband, Charlie, and I are seeing is people are stressed out and our phone is ringing and our email is active and people are thank goodness reaching out to ask for help because of their stress people are stressed about being shut in people are stressed about having the kids home and have to entertain them all day and people are stressed worrying about money a lot of people out of work don't know if they're going to be able to pay their rent and pay their mortgages, and people are not sure that they're going to even have a place of work to go back to. So stress is coming from all different directions, and any little cracks or fissures that might have been in the relationship before are widening because of the stress. And so people do need to know that this is happening all over the world. It seems to give a little comfort to people to know that they're not the only ones that are struggling and stressed out and that they're arguing more and that their fuse is shorter and that they're having um, sometimes difficulty sleeping. Some people are feeling kind of lethargic and not having the normal energy that they have and that stress is eating their energy. Some people are experiencing so much anxiety because there's so much unknown. And the ways in which we normally de-stress going to visit friends, going to the bar, going out to eat, going to the gym, a lot of those de-stress 
places where we go to relax and enjoy, they're not available to us. So what is required in this time is to tell the truth about what we're experiencing and be willing to share that with our trusted confidants. Hopefully our romantic partner is our main trusted confidant and they may be so stressed they don't have a lot of bandwidth it so we need a whole team of support that's why we need to turn to family and friends and professionals for support i love how you you say tell the truth about what we're experiencing because there's a lot in there and i think during these times but any time in the relationship it's it's hard to do that like because one we have to identify what we're experiencing. And, and a lot of times I feel like maybe we can just be reactive. So we're feeling stressed out because of all the uncertainty, but we're not really identifying that COVID is the source of the stress and why I have a short fuse. And then to me, that that's kind of the first step. And then obviously communicating that to our partner. So I think that's such a, a valuable thing to, to think about is say, tell the truth about what we're experiencing, because it's not just about saying, okay, this is how I feel. It's like we have to identify those feelings and, and be mindful about them and then communicate with our partner. So there's a couple of steps there. Can you talk a little bit about maybe getting in touch with our emotions and, and identifying the source of the stress or or the maybe the source is kind of easy these days with with covid and uncertainty and but then in the moment of frustration pausing to to go okay this is i'm feeling this way here's the truth and and then communicating that with our partner you're absolutely right people need to take pauses to reflect and to use this as an opportunity to become more mindful. Because before we can tell the truth to somebody else, we have to tell the truth to ourselves. And that is sometimes the hardest part. Why am I feeling upset? Why am I feeling so dispirited? Why am I so anxious? Why am I depressed? Why am I feeling like I just want to get in bed and pull the covers over my head and not deal with anything. And when people can sit for that contemplative pause, and I've never journaled so much in my life. I've, I've been journaling quite a bit and I highly recommend it just to write down some key phrases about what you're experiencing. This can make a huge difference once you get a handle on what it is that's really bothering you. You know, for some people it's, I don't trust the people in charge. There's so many conflicting opinions. The medical experts are saying some things and the political people in charge are saying another thing that completely contradicts what the medical experts are saying. There's so much uncertainty about when they're going to have a vaccination. There's so much, um, so many places that the anxiety is coming from. To take that contemplative pause to zero in on where is my agitation coming from when we tell ourselves the truth, then we're empowered to be able to share that truth and reveal it to others. But if we're busy concealing it from ourselves, we can't reveal it to others. It always starts with us. And to feel 
that there's nothing wrong with us. There's nothing to be ashamed of. There's nothing to hide. If we're experiencing high level of stress during this pandemic, we're awake and we're aware. And the people who aren't experiencing any or much may not uh, be having as much difficulty with it as we are. But if we are having some trouble, just know that there's millions of us all over the world that are having a hard time with it. I'm finding that the people who are extroverted are having a harder time than the people who are introverted. The people who are introverted kind of enjoy being sequestered and sheltered at home, that their lives aren't as busy. There aren't as many demands on them. But the people who are extroverts, and I've been called a flaming extrovert, who really fill our soul tank up by connecting to other people, are feeling deprived not to be able to hug them and be together and to party. And I haven't hugged my own grandchildren for six months, and I'm feeling really hug deprived. And God bless my husband. He's been he's been hugging me up, but more is better in my book. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy times. And yeah, just to think about the disconnect in in the interpersonal relationships, you sharing that you haven't hugged your grandchildren in six months. I've heard things like that all the time, and that has a real impact. So recognizing that maybe we're fighting with our partner and it's because it's like, man, I just haven't hugged my grandkids and I'm really frustrated with that. But we can not really realize that we're taking out that frustration on our partner through silly arguments or other things. So really important to look within to learn our own truth before we share it with our partner. And I want to go back to journaling. You mentioned that being valuable for yourself and discovering your truth. Can you talk a little bit about how someone could start that practice and some things to think about and, and use journaling uh, positively? Yes, I'm happy to talk about that because I'm a big believer in journaling. You know, I'm a I'm a lover of the the written word and the spoken word. And I feel that words can approximate, they can't nail it down exactly, but they can get close enough. And so if we take a few minutes, it doesn't have to take a long time. I like to journal first thing in the morning when I get up. I sometimes journal in the evening just to settle myself down after a busy day to quiet down so I can go into a peaceful sleep. And even if you give yourself permission to do it for a few minutes and write down a few key phrases, like, I'm so bored. I'm having a hard time being restricted from the things that are so fun for me. I like to shop and I haven't been going into stores. Just a few key phrases. Or my partner is really annoying me because of the broken agreements. Or the kids are getting on my nerves. I love and adore them, but we're together too much. It's like the sun shining, but I'm sunburned from being with them too much. Or I'm feeling inadequate because I never wanted to be an early childhood education teacher. And here I am having to homeschool my kids. I didn't bargain for this. Whatever is there to let it surface, to bubble up, and to capture it in words. I feel like this is so key to be in good relationship with ourselves. Then we can be in good relationship with our kids, 
with our partner, anybody who lives in the house with us, anybody that we're relating to over Zoom, people that we're interfacing with at our job if we've gone back to work. It always starts with us telling ourselves the truth. And it takes us into an arena of higher responsibility. If we know what's going on with us, we're less likely to project that on another person. We're less likely to say, um, if we're taking ownership for our own boredom, for instance, we're less likely to say to our partner, well, you never dream up anything important for us to do. We don't have any novelty in our life. It's the same old, same old all the time. And, you know, we can be critical and judgmental and irritable with our partner if we know that we're feeling bored by our life being curtailed. We can take ownership of that instead of harming them by criticizing them. We can say, I really need more stimulation in my life, more adventure in my life. We can't go on vacation this year, but at least we could find a beautiful mountain path that we could go hike right here in our area. We don't have to go far and just have a day trip. And so I'm giving you a personal example right now of how <laughs> I've spared my husband because he's so satisfied with just um, the simple pleasures. He's so living in gratitude and so much joy. And I need a little bit more stimulation than that. And so this weekend, we, we hiked a beautiful mountain path that we hadn't hiked before. And it really gave me a lift because I'm feeling... You know, I'm feeling sad that we can't go on the magnificent trips that we used to go on all the time. And so I found myself journaling about that. And then I could bring it to him in a very responsible way. I notice I need to feel some feelings of adventure and discovery. It really lights me up and, and fills me up. How about we go to hike someplace we've never hiked before? And so we did that this weekend. Is a good thing. I got more soul tank filled than I had last week. Well, that's a beautiful story. Thanks for sharing that. For somebody that is new to journaling, like I am, how would you guide somebody in then taking that new awareness of ownership of those feelings to then implementing that into the relationship? Because I'm sure it's easier said than done to really reflect on those emotions when you're writing them to then actually put that into the relationship. For some people, maybe there's a, um, a harder transition of, of that exercise. Is there any other ways that you would recommend bringing that newfound awareness to into the relationship? Great question. What you find on the surface are the really hot, big feelings, and maybe you're irritated, and maybe you're angry, and maybe you're resentful, and something's bothering you, and you start where you are, but with the intention of going deeper, because underneath those hot feelings that are so obvious, sometimes you're hurting, sometimes you're frightened, and if you can stay with this process, either in meditation or by the written spiritual practice of journaling, you can see what it is that you're scared of. I'm afraid that this 
life that's more curtailed than the life I like to live is going to go on for another year before they have the vaccinations and we're free to roam around and fly and travel and vacation and so forth. And if we can get a hold of those tender, vulnerable feelings that are underneath, you know, you might start out with, we're not going on vacation and I'm pissed about that. And then you go deeper under that. You see, it's painful to not have those avenues open to me that were open before. And then you go under that and you see, and I'm afraid that I'm just going to have to stand it until everybody's vaccinated. And who the who knows when that's going to be? The wisest, most experienced medical experts don't know. And when we get to those tender feelings, it's like a rehearsal. When we go to share it with our romantic partner, with our closest friends, with our family members that that are dear to us, we can bring the whole story, not just our irritability and our frustration. We can talk about the things that really have heart and meaning. What really lights my light up is being with you say, family member who's far away that we're not seeing because we're in, you know, the shelter in place. And we have to be more careful about traveling. And we can say, my relationship means so much. My relationship with you means so much to me. And I'm feeling lonesome for you. And I'm feeling deprived. And how about we Zoom every week? So (laughs) it's not the same as being with you, but it will really have to do in a pinch. We can have some really heart-filled conversations with the people who are most important to us. And if we find in our journaling that there's something that we want to say to a person, I think the next time we have a phone call or the next time we have a Zoom session or the next time we have FaceTime, we can do it then. But I have gotten out a whole box of cards and people don't even send cards very much anymore, <laughs> maybe for a birthday or an anniversary, but they don't usually just send them just because I'm thinking of you. And I sent out a pile of just because I'm thinking of you cards because I wanted to I wanted to network and interface with some of the people who were in my, you know, real high on my gratitude list. And I got a bunch of cards back from people and I put them up on a mantelpiece and they stayed up there for weeks. I got such a kick out of it. And for me, it was one of the precious uh, wonderful parts about the pandemic that it helped me to tune into the people who are most important to me and I let them know and I wrote them just because I'm thinking of you notes of gratitude to them. What a beautiful exercise. I think that's something that I want to do. It's not too late to ever just send a thinking about you card and you never know. Maybe that person is really in need of knowing that somebody is thinking about them and, and caring about them. Yeah. One of the sweet things that happened recently, just this past week, is um, my husband said to me, the best thing about the pandemic for me is because I've had more time with you. And that was really music to my ears because he's introverted and he likes to spend time by himself. 
And I was concerned that maybe it was too much of a good thing for him being with me this much. (laughs) So that was wonderful to hear. And I've heard it from other people, too, that they uh, are really enjoying having more conversations with their partner because they're not so busy and their life is curtailed. And even people who have been couples for decades are finding out more about their partner that they hadn't known before. There's always more to discover. Now, I'm hearing from a lot of couples that things that they were able to keep in the denial zone because they've been locked down together, they haven't been able to keep in the denial zone. And things that they were just able to tolerate because they had so many distractions with all the places they could go and things they could do and people that they could be with, that those things are rising up to the surface. And I'm sure that for some couples, it is going to polish off the relationship and that may be a good thing. But for some couples, it's just going to make trouble in their relationship on a temporary basis until they address those issues and get complete on them. And I think that that's a big opportunity in the pandemic, that things that they were able to sidestep and sweep under the rug, they can't do it anymore and have to force to deal with them. Before we continue on, we want to tell you about today's sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Trivia Star. Do you and your partner want to keep your mind sharp and have some fun? If trivia keeps you on your toes and entertained, then you need to check out Trivia Star. It's a great way to test yourself and have some fun. Trivia Star is a free mobile quiz game that has been entertaining and challenging for us to play, especially right now when we are spending a lot more time indoors and doing less activities. You can choose from categories like music, sports, movies, TV, animals, and celebrities, and there are over 60 different categories to choose from. So there's always more trivia to explore. If you choose a correct answer from the multiple choices and beat the clock, you move on to the next level. And the questions get harder over time. But if you get stuck, don't worry. You can use coins and gems to get a hint and beat the level. And I've been using plenty of those to help me beat the levels. Cheating maybe a little bit, but it's part of the game. You don't know the answers? Um, most of the time I do, but occasionally I use, I use my gems and coins and <laughs> Trivia Star has 2000 five star reviews in the Apple store. So right now, Trivia Star is offering you 2,500 coins and 500 gems when you download and play. Just go to the Apple or the Google store and search for Trivia Star. Again, search Trivia Star and enjoy 2,500 coins and 500 gems. Download Trivia Star for free today. Today's episode is also brought to you by BetterHelp. We share a lot of great relationship advice on this show, but there's really no better way to grow both personally and in your relationship than working with a therapist. BetterHelp connects you with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. You can communicate with your therapist via text, chat, phone, and video, and you can choose from over 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states who specialize in relationships, depression, stress, anxiety, self-esteem, anger, and so many more areas. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 50 states. 
and anything you share is confidential. And if you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, you can request a new one at any time for no additional charge. BetterHelp is secure, convenient, and professional. We want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener of the podcast, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash I do. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash I do. Linda, you gave us some great tools with the journaling uh, to understand our own truth. And I want to talk a little bit now about the specific ways that we can share that with our partner. You alluded to it, but sometimes it's hard for people. They understand what they're feeling or maybe it's not hard and they just blurt it out and, and then it's not a productive conversation. So can you talk about how we can open up a dialogue with our partner about how we're really feeling, if we're feeling stressed out or if we're having these strong emotions and do it in a productive way? Yes. Good question. And doing it in a really productive way is the only thing that's going to work. If we just complain, that's, it's okay to start with a complaint. I always say the complaints are highly underrated. Complaint shows us what we're committed to and what's not working for us. But it's a thin line to go over the, the line to criticism. And so we have to be careful where, there's line, where those lines are. It's also important how we bring up the invitation to our partner to talk with us. I have something that's bothering me. And it's because I want our relationship to be as great as it can be that I'd like to discuss it with you. Are you willing to discuss it with me? This is a step that a lot of people skip. They launch into the content of what's upsetting them before they get agreement from the other person that they're willing to talk about it. It's highly respectful way to start to issue the invitation and get the person's buy-in. They have a chance to get themselves ready. And by saying, I have something bothering me, I would just like you to listen to what it is that's weighing heavy on my heart. People usually say, yeah, I can do that. I could listen. She's not wanting too much from me just to listen. I think I could do that. And so when we get into the content of what's bothering us, to do our utmost to do it in a responsible way. I'm feeling upset about da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. If we talk about our feelings, particularly the tender, vulnerable ones that I was speaking about before, what's hurting us, what's paining us, what's making us sad, what makes us lonely, what's frightening us, that's usually a more productive conversation than I'm angry about this and I'm irritated about that, and particularly leaving the blame out. I always recommend blame fasting. Leave the blame out altogether. Um, no accusations. No, you did this. You did that. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. You said this. You said that. To the best of our ability to play fair, to talk about ourselves and our own experience. And I know it's a tall order, but man, when people master this skill, they have great communication going for them. I recommend that people 
check in with themselves on a daily basis at least once. And I don't think it's too much for couples to check in with each other on a daily basis. Now, people who haven't been doing check-ins on a regular basis, that may be overwhelming to them to start with every day. Maybe they start with once a week or twice a week. And when they have some successes in their understanding, which is different than agreement, just understanding each other's feelings and needs, that can lead to eventually wanting to check in with each other on a daily basis. My husband and I have been checking in with each other on a daily basis for years and years and years. And I think it's one of the main reasons that we enjoy such a fabulous relationship, that we don't have a lot of incompletions laying around, draining energy out of our relationship. And that's why it's so robust and vivid color and we're both enjoying it so much. What are the type of questions you two are asking each other when you are doing these daily check-ins? Yeah, people just say, how are you? Where are you? You know, um, are you sleeping well? Are you peaceful? How are things between us? Is there anything about our relationship that could be better? What is it that you're needing? You know, what's working for you? What's not working for you? Is there any way that I could be there for you? Is there any way that we could make, you know, um, this pandemic even a little easier on us? Any kind of question that gets the ball rolling is good. You know, who are you missing? Might we call them? Might we Skype with them? Might we Zoom with them? What activities are you missing the most? When my husband and I, at the beginning of the pandemic, checked in with each other, we both, with each other, we were both feeling very deprived in not being able to go to our gym anymore because we're real devotees of daily workouts at the gym. And when we both were feeling so sorry of ourselves that we couldn't go to the gym, we had a very creative discussion about what we could do to exercise. You know, it's a real mood enhancer. And we were both feeling kind of kind of depressed by not being able to have our gym workouts. And that's when we decided that we were going to walk on a daily basis. And if we couldn't, you know, walk together, we would walk with each other. And I went public with my prayer to my former Zumba teachers, because I'm such a Zumba zealot. I'm a Zumba fanatic, actually. <laughs> and they decided that a lot of people were asking them that they would do it by Zoom. And so now twice a week, I can do do my Zoom workouts. Not as wonderful as being at the gym, working out with all my, you know, my friends that we work out together and we hug each other. Hello. We talk before class. And we hug each other. Goodbye. And we talk after class and we really enjoy dancing with each other. But um, it's as close as we could get. So I have other people in my life who are helping me to be buoyed up so I don't don't sink under. And my husband and I have certainly been resources for each other with asking each other leading questions and checking in with each other. We like to do it first thing in the morning before we start our day. We find that if we get busy with all the activities and commitments that we have during the day, that we sometimes miss it. 
Um, if there's anything important, we can always do a second one at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to take long, but I just love doing it in the in the morning first thing, and I feel like I'm going to face my day with a full soul tank. Linda, thank you so much for sharing those questions, and I think they're great prompts for our listeners. And and yeah, just a really easy way to connect with your partner and check in, get on the same page. And I just want to repeat a few of them because I think it's so valuable. How are you? Where are you? What do you need? What's working? What's not working? How can I be there for you? Really important prompts to get started. And I just want to also mention it's important to think about not always mentioning the the negative things when we check in that it's like the the positivity uh what is it the positivity sandwich it's like positive and then what we want to express that may be negative and then finishing with a positive but if we can do like five positives to one negative even better but uh really valuable prompts and exercise linda and i think it's a great place for us to wrap up and we appreciate you so much for coming back on the show again. I think this is your third or fourth time. We just want to thank you. And before we wrap up, if you can tell our listeners where they can find you online and if there's anything we skipped over or maybe you want to emphasize and leave with our listeners and then we'll say goodbye. I'm so glad you brought the appreciation in. It's very important in the check-ins to have something positive particularly if you've been dealing with a gnarly issue. And, you know, um, the people in the positive psychology movement, you know, of psychology about happiness, they call it a joy jolt. And I love that phrase, joy jolt, that the easiest way to get feeling upbeat is appreciation and gratitude. And that might be for ourselves, it might be for our partner, it might be for in our life. It might be for being alive and not having the virus or having had the virus and recovered from it and have the people who are precious to us to be alive and well and healthy. That is an important part of the check-in and I'm really glad you brought it up. Where people can find me is bloomwork.com and it's singular, bloomwork. It's not bloomworks. People mix that up a lot and if you go to bloomworks, it's going to take you to a flower nursery. So if you want to come to, you know, great relationships, come to Bloom Work. And if they go to our site, they'll see that we have over 600 blogs out in the blogosphere, that we've got over 100 YouTube videos up on YouTube, that we have three free ebooks, one on sex, one on conflict management, and the other one is 10 most important things we've learned since we got married. And those can be downloaded from your computer if you give us your email address. And you will also see that we have a virtual course coming up. It's going to be six Wednesday evenings in September and October. No, it's October and November through Kripalu. And there is a sign, way to sign up for the course on our website and on the Kripalu website. So I hope people will come to our website and see our books and our free eBooks and our blogs and all the things. And, you know, people from all over the country, even outside of the country, they um, do Zoom sessions with us. So people who are, they can be anywhere. They don't have to be 
in the San Francisco Bay Area to be able to see us. Wonderful, Linda. Well, we'll have the links to your website and all those resources in the show notes and on our website at ID Podcast. And thank you again for joining us. Hey, Love Tribe. We hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. As always, all the important links are on the show notes page on our website at idpodcast.com. And while you're over there, we hope you check out our 14 day happy couple challenge, as well as all the free resources we have on our website. And thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week. listening to a pleasure podcast for more from our sex podcast collective visit pleasurepodcasts.com